Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexed My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is it bad etiquette to ask people to move off the dance floor so you can do the worm? How did you know I can do the worm? I've not done the worm in ages. Can you do the worm? Do you want me to do it now? Mm. No, I think uh, it's Actually, got... I'm not because I'm in a new shacket. Are you? Thanks for noticing and I don't want to get crap all on it. But yeah, that used to okay. be my party trick. I could do the worm. Wow. Can you do the worm? No. Okay. Can you do the worm? Scotty Too Hotty? Sorry? It was the wrestler that used to do the worm on WWF. Was he big into saving the pandas? No, it's WE now. Oh, right. Okay. And are tie-dye trousers tasteful? No. Christ. <laughs> That's what it'll be in a tie-dye half sip next. I used to have a tie-dye beanie baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the ones you used to do Bible stories with? Yep. <laughs> I think the tie-dye beanie baby was probably... Mary of Nazareth. I can't remember. But what's the difference between Mary of Nazareth, Mary the Virgin Mary, and Mary Magdalene? Well, Mary Magdalene. I always thought Mary Magdalene and the Mary were the same person. No, very, very different. She were, she washed his feet on cross, didn't yes. she? Yes. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. So who, where was where the, did the she Virgin just... Mary's Jesus's mother? Yeah. So where did Mary Magdalene come from? Did she was she a friend of his? I don't know where she came from. Presswich. I don't know, but she she was the one who washed the feet, and Jesus was very compassionate towards because she had a job she may or may not have wanted to do. We'll, oh. get, to, we'll get Tom the vicar on. We'll ask him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I need to tell you about Tom the vicar actually. Oh, okay. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we? William Hansen, the UK's. Leading etiquette expert. No, we're not. Will you get your own pissing pen. Right. Sorry. You know what I'm like with my stationery. Sorry, that was really harsh. Sorry. No, we're not, Jordan. Oh, don't. You make me feel bad now. No, we're not, Jordan North. Radio presenter, television presenter, writer. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more can of film. You're more can of beans. And that's from Chris. Very good. Cans yes. of film. Well, yeah, but you say the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, do you not say cans? No. Can. Um, can we just start by saying... Well, you, you can are, if you want. You are such a bad influence. Am I? <laughs> yes, you are. Because we January, we've talked about this cafe that's 
downstairs, downstairs where we record the podcast. It's the best cafe ever. We've not had a bad meal there. Literally everything is hit after hit. It's it's fantastic. You can have anything like the toast, the um, any meal. It's yeah. fantastic there. You had the. It's it's non-stop hits. It's like listening to Capital. We're obsessed with the brownies there. We're obsessed with we're obsessed with the brownies there. We've not had any in January because we were being good. Mm. And William came over and bought two grand brownies. So I've just had a massive brownie. And I have also asked them if they could get another one ready for when we're finished. Oh, you actually. You're such a... You're worse than me, Mum. She's a feeder. She's constantly feeding I'm not me. feeding you, I'm just feeding me. Yeah, but you know I'm going to have some. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, shall we do the G&D? Yes. You pour the Dubonnet. And it's, of course, you're not doing your giant... Oh, you've had a good week. Launched a book. <laughs> Calls oh. to celebrate. Oh, he has, Joe. We've been out to like rabbits. You've had a good week as well. You've had a good week, eh? Christ, come on, we said... I've signed a new book deal. I said, how much? He told me. I jumped on the settee. I broke that, but it doesn't matter. You finished? That's like listening to your dad having a weird morning, isn't it? No, Listen. it's not. Does it go like this to go? <laughs> Why are you listening to your father urinating? Because unlike you, we didn't have an ensuite in our house. And my dad would get up in the morning and dad's... Peter Kay talks about this. When you dad's piss for ages, and then you think they've stopped and they'll start again. Right. Well, uh, I'd like to toast Tallulah. Did your dad ever used to come over and piss over you when you were at the toilet? Absolutely not. You know, like absolutely not. No, mind him, but would he nudge out the way? No. Would he not? No. Okay. This is for Tallulah, who messaged us on Instagram saying she was stressed because it was her exam period. So to Tallulah, to any other students currently sitting exams, good luck, break a leg, break a nib, do the best you can. Tallulah, don't worry, I didn't do very well in exams and look, I've turned out all right. Tallulah, work as hard as you can because otherwise it's this. I actually I did, yeah. You probably did all right. Mm, I, I, that said, can you remember what you got? I can't. Yeah. The oh. highest was uh, um, in food technology. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I got a B. <laughs> and yet you still produce corned beef hash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, good luck to Luda and everyone. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexedmyboss or you can write to William Hansen who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. Well, obviously, we won't go on about it, but last week was lovely because we launched the book. We announced yes. the book. Thank you again for all the messages. It has been a wonderful whirlwind. week. Yes. Sink in now that we're writing a book. Also quite stressful to think, shit, we need to write a book. <laughs> yes, we've got, we've got a hard deadline. Yes, we're um, meeting up every Tuesday and Thursday to write the book at the moment, aren't yes. we? I see you more than my own brother's. I see you more than my brother. Yeah, I suppose that's like with any job. You see your colleagues more than your family. I suppose, yes, don't and you? they become like your family. Yeah. And we're a one great big dysfunctional family. Until they piss you off, which very much is like your family. Um, but we don't have arguments, so that's all fine. Um, so, <laughs> in other news... You're just very particular. Let's not do it now. <laughs> in other news, Mike and I, we've been freshly decorated. Oh, have you? Yes, we've had the decorators in. Oh, okay. However, lots of drama. I mean, they didn't do a brilliant job the first time around. I had to get them back, but we were, that's, we, this is a comedy podcast, so we I, won't talk about I that. Do. No, go on, tell it. I'd hate to do a beer tradesman at your house. 
Well, you know... God help any any tradesmen that have gone to your house. We were having the hall done, all the woodwork, the ceiling, the architrave, the skirting boards, the doors. Because I were having mine done as well. No, because we needed it done anyway. Okay. And we've been in the house three years now, so we thought time for a fresh lick. And we also were having the bedroom done. Again, walls, ceiling, doors, blah, blah. Three days they quoted me for the for the job. Day one, they turn up at two. So I went, okay, but there were two of them. So I thought, okay, fair enough. I didn't realise there were going to be two of you. So you'll work at double the speed, fine. On the Friday, they said, we'll be with you at 11. I thought, okay, I mean... Oh, I'd... they're never there on time, ever. Well, what time do you think they turned up Probably on the Friday? Probably about one o'clock. Six o'clock in the evening. Are you joking? That's Six quite Six o'clock bad. in the evening. Ours were pretty bad, but most tradesmen are like that. No no offence to any tradesperson listening that might be on time, but... Yeah, they I'm sure they'll be there exceptions. at nine. But the time we've had the breakfast, part of the van, got all this stuff ready, been to tall merchants, it'll be about half ten, eleven. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and they they worked until about eleven o'clock on the Friday, but we were we checked into a hotel because they were painting the bedroom, so we didn't want to inhale the fumes that night. So we thought, well, we'll we'll check else check in elsewhere. So they sent me a video at eleven o'clock at night with like, here we go, you know, it's all done. And to be fair, it looked really good, wet, but it looked really good. But you know, fair enough, it's fresh paint. We get in on the Saturday morning. It was horrific. There were patches. I'll show you photos after this. Patches, white marks. And we were going a really deep blue. The same blue you've got in your kitchen. But we were going for that blue, which you only saw when you came to my house and we had the I'm sample. Not get, I'm not anyway, getting into it now. Patches. I mean, it was. It, anyone could have done a better job. So I had to phone and say, come back. And to be fair, he did come back and it looks very nice now. Um, but on the on the Thursday, when things were going okay and they were doing the first coat and masking everything up, both, we'll just call them Bob and Bill for sake of argument. I didn't come up with names for them because they're not staying, let's put it that way. Um, and did I? Oh, yeah, I can't, I, yeah. No, no drip Ned. I can't remember, I forget what the other one was called. But they were both talking about their love lives. And they were talking about heterosexual love lives. And they oh. kept talking about girl problems and things they're asking them to do in bed. And I was in the study trying to work, probably trying to write. And um, they were bringing in a... What were they talking about? A lot of heterosexual energy into the flat. Heterosexual energy. So the moment they'd gone, out came the Joe Malone that I was wafting through <laughs> the hall, blasting Kylie, trying to exercise any particular <laughs> what were residual... What about? What was... Suddenly felt the need to watch Top Gear. <laughs> so I had to get rid of them quite quickly. What were they talking about? I was like, yeah, you know, you know, she's, oh, she's just always in a mood. She's always in a mood with me and she, like, she's demanding attention. Like, you know, all fairly, quite frankly, quite, you know, reasonable things uh, in any relationship, but they, they weren't having any of it. You know, and I've got to work, I've got to put money on the table, haven't I? God. All of this, oh, sh shut up. Talk, so about, got, talk about eyeliner or something. So he's got bloody headache every night. Not tonight, I've got Well, they headache. did, one of them, they did, so one of them, I went, again, no drip in head, started to talk about in the bedroom. And to be fair, the other guy, the head guy went, shh. Because I think, actually, forget the fact that, obviously, I think they knew I was gay. Um, but. Really? We were, going bright, <laughs> we were going bright pink in the hallway, so I mean, I hope what, they had a clue. What gave him that impression? <laughs> But, I, you know, regardless of that, it's not very professional no. at work to talk about that with an earshot of others. So, anyway, we've been fully decorated now. It's all fine. It's a beautiful colour. Can't wait to show you when you come over, when I return 
the hospitality after we go to yours this week. Can we stop building this up, by the way? Carry on. Well, I'm, I'm fully expected to stagger backwards when I see your table. Well, we come in today and you're like, I'm so looking forward to Friday. Well, what do you want me to say? Yeah, oh, God, put... Friday, that's not still happening, no. is it? And then Ben come in about 10 minutes later and went, really looking forward to Friday, guys. Cat is as well. Cat's already started drinking. She's looking forward to that much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's putting pressure on me. Oh, well, a, I mean, it's just a small gathering. You'll probably can't. Ben, you didn't you say you had a vaccine or something on the on the Thursday? Get over that. That was two years ago. <laughs> Jesus, I, wet, and it was only for a curry. God, you really need to start letting things go. That was two years ago. I didn't come to yours for a curry. If someone cancels on me, I'm like, yes, I'm fine. You. Do you secretly like it when people cancel on you? Are you a bit like yeah. fantastic? Because there's a, there's a meme yeah. that goes around. There's nothing better than cancelled yeah. plans. Absolutely, you're yeah. the, and we are very I'm different sorry? in that. You're, we're very different in that oh, respect. I see. No, because when people cancel on me or people are like, oh, I, I can't meet you for a pint after work, and I'm like, yes, because I just want to go to work, come home, get my trackies on, and watch telly. That's all I want to do in my life. I know I'm very boring. Um, <laughs> whereas you, you're out more than cat. You're out every night a week. <laughs> So if someone cancels on you, you take it to heart. You like you write their name in blood in some paper in book going dead to me. I remember Stuart, I mean he reminded me of this the only the other day. Stuart cancelled on me in Manchester, our executive deluxe luxury producer. And uh, how many execs have we got on this podcast? And uh some of us two turn up every day getting pissed <laughs> talking about anyway, go on. He so he was socially dead to me for, for months. And I then, was Jordan, he said I couldn't go to any more of his parties. I was gutted, I was. I was looking forward to going round and having some, some food and some company. And then he commissioned sex, sex at my boss and then I had to talk to him. I did. Did you actually fall out with him before that? I didn't fall out with him. I just stopped inviting him to things. Anyway, so yeah. But my meal, can, can we just... Everyone's putting me under loads of pressure for it. Okay. Just... Are we allowed the main... Are you still doing a chilli? I'm not saying it's a surprise. You are still doing your brownies, though. Yes. Because I'm, I'm not coming. If you don't oh, do brownies. Oh, that's actually very nice. You love my brownies. I love your you? brownies. To be honest, <laughs> you don't need to do anything other than brownies. Oh, okay. Are you going to come and fucking spill wine everywhere like you have done last time? Yeah, you tell me where you've got new carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make an extra effort to spill it. Uh, so we, I was just, we were just saying, um, we we're just saying when we meet next week to record next week's episode, and we usually do it on a Friday, but I'm going into full Wendy North mode next Friday. I'm right. going to be stressed. Get the bleach out. Get the bleach out. It's got, it's got to be spotless. Mm. I need to do outside. There's a load of shit outside that I need to sort out. Yeah. And actually, for this week's weekend release, can you remember a couple of ty- uh, episodes ago, we were asking for alternative parlour games because we were going to paint Ben like one of uh, his French girls. Lou wrestling. Weren't we going to do a bit of Lou wrestling yes. as well? Yes. Or Monopoly deal. Um, or so- traitors. Or traitors. Or... Yeah. Or all sorts of other things. So uh, we've got some suggestions that the Gene Divas have sent in. We'll do those on the weekend release. Oh, okay. But Great. thank you for those. Everything else all right with you? Um, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm doing Soccer AM. What's that? At the time of recording. So I'm a bit worried. So I'm, go- I'm on Soccer AM this weekend. Oh, it's a programme. Yeah, right. Soccer AM. Big programme. Just because just you just say it in a silly voice doesn't mean Sam I'm going to know it. Always worried because, A, I love football, but I can't play it. And you've got to do some football game You've oh. got to do some football-based tasks. You've got to do the top bins. You've got to hit the ball in the top bin. And B, I'm like, do I go- Sorry, I don't know football very well, but I don't think they're scoring things into bins. Yes, they do. If you score, it's, if a, you, it's a goal. If, yeah, but if you score a goal in the top left or top right-hand corner, people say top bin. And on Soccer AM, they've actually got bins. 
screwed into the corner of the fitted into the corner of the goal. It, it this is like fucking telling an alien that this is like telling an ant how a telly works. I'm getting nowhere here. Okay. Anyway, um, so I'm worried about that, but also like, do I wear my Burnley top or not? Is it a bit thirty-two? Yeah. Beer belly. Should I wear it or not? Do you not think? I... You'll, but you'll probably wear a Burnley pin badge or something. No, you, I don't know or... to wear my Burnley top or not. No. Oh, oh, it's an odd life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What soccer I am on? Sky. Ah. Well, trust me as well. The, the weekend I'm going on, they're putting it on an hour earlier. Why? Because um, just to annoy you. There's a footy match on or something. So yeah. How dare football get in the way? I'd of the love to program. take you on soccer I am. We should go on. I'm not like your mascot for exams. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did you ever have a mascot? No. Talking of Tallulah's doing exams, did you ever take a mascot? No, the girls did, but in I my took school, some of my Beanie Babies. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> what? Uh, For exams, just what? to have a little mascot? In my school. I mean, I know I'm not advocating it, but in my school, if you were a lad and you took a mascot in, you, you probably would have got battered on the way home. Oh, you see, yeah, but private school, everyone brought them in. Yeah, I bet they did. Mm. I bet they did. Why? Yeah. My friend, my friend Sebastian had a little Fabergé egg as his mascot. <laughs> a Fabergé egg? Yes. Did I tell you, have, have I told you this? <laughs> have I told you about this mm. before? What? So when I was doing one of my, <laughs> when I was doing one of my exams, you had to have a see-through pencil case, didn't you? Yes, in yeah. case you were cheating. In case you were cheating. Yeah. So I pulled my, se- <laughs> have I told it's you? It's fine, I think, I think there's a statute of limitations on your GCSEs. Well, I don't know. They're so, not going to take them away from well, you. <laughs> I pulled my pencil case out, taken to the exam, and it was, it was, it was full of pubes. What? I don't think I've ever told you. Why? Because the night before, I I've told you this. The night before, I was really, really stressed and flat in. But I, I don't was, get how they listen, got in the pencil case. I'm about to tell you. Listen, and my mum was like, you'll be okay. And I was like, like, <laughs> So my brother thought it'd be funny to shave his pubes and sprinkle them into my pencil case. Which brother? <laughs> it's my older brother, Ryan. <laughs> and do you know what the worst thing is? The worst, so I get there and I'm like, flapping about this exam. And he'd just, he just joined the army. So he would have been about 18, 19. Hmm. <laughs> and I uh, know I just opened them straight away. I pulled my pack out straight away, and it was all in there, full of pubes, like literally sprinkled in, like really bad. And I just knew straight away. I knew my brother and my my teacher. I didn't like. I said, I'm gonna have to borrow a pen. He went, We've told you, you must bring your own pen. This is not good, Jordan. No, this. How are you gonna? This is your last year of school. And I just went. My brother's sprinkled his pubes in my pencil case. If you don't believe me, I'll get it out and he give me a pen and a pen. And a <laughs> And people wonder why I am. And it was one of those as well where Mm. I remember going home and, like, my my dad holding me back because I wanted to punch my brother, even though he would have absolutely battered me. Because you were... So what age were you? I was 16. Right, He would have been about about 19, 20. He he was on leave from army. And it was one of those other times where I'd come home and both my mum and dad were pissing themselves laughing. (laughs) (laughs) The other time I remember is as well, is I was about... I think I've told you about this. I was about eight year old, mm. and um, we were just leaving my grandma's. I had my favourite favourite Enid Blyton book, 
It's one Your of... favourite Enid Blyton yeah, book? Yeah, I know. Was... Sorry, let's don't break character. What the heck? So I used what to... was your favourite Enid Blyton? It was, like this big, it was a beautiful... You know, I used to like reading and someone, grandma and mum and dad used to get me... So it's yeah, but I didn't put you as... I put you as, like, a horrible Henry Yeah, oh, I read all of them and right. stuff, but it was, like, a really beautiful book. It was my favourite book. Was, was it The Magic Faraway Tree? No, it was, like, one of loads of short stories. OK. And I opened it, and I, I told you about this, and I just burst out crying, right? And my mum's going, what's up, what's up? And, I, you know, when you're crying and you're so worked up, you can't get your words out. And basically, on every page, it was the most beautiful book Ryan had drawn... Ryan had drawn a willy on every character. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> and my mum and dad had to pull Gar over for laughing. How bad <laughs> Oh, Ryan. Yeah, no, he was awful. He was awful. We're really good mates now. What? Has that made you feel bad? I don't know. I feel because it's Enid Blyton. It's, ca- it's character building. So, yeah. Well, I'm all cross about the book. But that was what my older brother was like. Anyway, so um, where, where have we gone from there? I don't know how we got into that. Yeah, no. but oh, mascots, yeah. My brother shaved his pubes <laughs> into my pencil case on me. Right. I can't remember what the exam I think it was my, it was, yeah, it it was my science exam because I was shit at science. In my GCC drama, it's now coming back to me, I... Did James shave his pubes into your pencil case? No. Oh. But also, I'm sure. I mean, I don't. Want I'm to... sure there's. We talked about this before. Sorry to interrupt. I'm sure there's therapists that listen to this and just pleading, "Come and see me, Jordan." Yeah. Come and see me. They get. A, they can get four houses in the Algarve with, with you and all your problems. Um, in my GCC drama, we had to write. So there was a, there was like a practical where you acted, and then in the actual exam, you had to to sort of write about either. You either had to write about acting and how you have chosen to act, or you had to write about scene design and set design. And guess which show I wrote about the set design for? Go on. Really? Really? Do you really Keep need... it up appearances. No, which show? Oh, Mary Poppins. Yes. Because I had only just seen it at the time, and I wrote about Jolly Holiday and how the statues come on and off with the, uh, the sort of, the, I don't know what the technical word is, but the sort of the screens going across... I used to just come back to me that in year ten and eleven, mm. I used to go in an hour and a half early before school started to yep. set the hall up for the exams, and we got paid in vouchers. Well, you set the hall up. Me, Rick, Siraj, and Tejas. Mm. Oh, it was Scott as well, and Scott. So you'd go in the start of school. You'd get in for about eight o'clock, half seven, okay. eight. You'd put all the chairs and tables out for. I did this it was great money for year ten and eleven, and then at the end of the school day, you'd put the them away because the hall was needed for other purposes. And would you and then, do rows? And they, they gave me, I think I got paid, honestly, I think I got paid about 300 quid in vouchers wow. at the end of the term. So I got them for Top Man. Rick was really clever. Yes. Got them for Morrison's and then swapped them with his mum and she paid him money. Oh. She shop at Morrison's. Clever Rick. Mm. Anyone do... else do that? They paid us. So you, you, so you, and you'd what? Put a table and it was individual. So we had ones. like a, we had like this weird trolley that you put all the tables on and you pull them out individual tables and chairs. Yeah. And you had to do straight rows. Yeah. Wow. Mm. You got... were in charge of making things straight. No, I think Siraj was in charge actually. It was me, Siraj, Tejas, Scott, and Rick. Oh, Jay Hawkins as well. Oh, him. Yeah. It was Jay Hawkins as well. Love Jay. Good lad, Jay. Got me into red hot chili peppers. I am wittering today, aren't I? You are. Um, I am wittering. I had so much other things to talk about, talk but I, f- about... I feel we've done it. No. Can I just say, I had a very happy childhood. I mean, I was tormented, tormented by my brother, but yeah. Yes. Mm. 
Okay. Um, Did you ever have a typewriter when you were younger? A typewriter? I'm yeah, not a complete so cliche. You'd probably get on top of you and go, deliver it on your chest and slap you up the face. Wing nut? No. Wedgie? No. Again, we've talked about the violence in my house. I hit my brother over the head with a croquet mallet by accident. That was as far as it went. Um, We were always battering each other. um, I bit my brother's bollocks once. Uh, I got grounded for a week. (laughs) We were proper scrapping. And he had had me in between his thighs, my head, right? And he was, honestly, he was choking me. Proper choking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like this is therapy. <laughs> I, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like banging on the floor for my mum to come up. So I had no else to do, and I just <laughs> bit his bollock. And I have, you've never heard anyone scream like it. It was like a dying banshee. <laughs> so my mum come up, had a go at us, but and I got grounded for a week, and then choked me to death. Anyway. I'm going to save everything else until next no, week. No, sorry. No. Go on, carry on. Well, I've, I've been hustled by the vicar. <gasps> he, did, he turned up for our lunch date. Tom the vicar? Yeah. Who you was having an affair with that I'm time? I'm not having an affair with Tom the vicar, but you thought I was having an affair with Tom the vicar. And we, he turned up and he went, I'm really sorry, I've left my wallet back in the vestry. And I said, it's absolutely fine, I'll pay, not a problem. Oh, vicars do that. They'd... Yeah, and do you know what he then does? Uh-huh. Right at the end... Oh, oh! Look what's here in my pocket. Oh, I'm so sorry. He ordered the most expensive yeah, thing on the menu. Of course, do all vicars do. Lobster thermidor times two just for him. The lobster had a name. Lobster thermidor. Oh. It's, no, it's like lobster with cheesy sauce on oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. All vicars they go around for like afternoon tea. They don't expect to pay all. Oh. It's part of the job, well, isn't I'm it? I'm going to write to the archbishop about it. Don't, don't yeah. grasp Tom. And it's what part of the, it's one of the perks of the job. You're a vicar. Everything, everything does everything for you. You get free tea, cakes. Does he have a lot of cakes? Because he's very slow. No, no, he doesn't it. have that many cakes. Is he quite restricted? Yes. Is he? Mm. Does he? Very good diet. Does he? Yeah. What? Well, he's got a very good diet. I don't know what it is. Veg and God and lobster thermidor. <laughs> he's doing Tito. You did dry January. He's doing dry 2023. Oh, no, he's not. Yeah. Tom, if you're listening to me, what's the point, man? <laughs> Tom, Jesus wouldn't want this. <laughs> I don't think you can tell a figure what Jesus would want. Tom, seriously, Jesus would not want this. Tom loves a drink just as much as me. Tom, uh, Tom makes you look like Mother Teresa. I just, I'm just glad Tom wasn't there when Jesus was feeding the five thousand because <laughs> half the wine would have been gone because of Vicar Tom. <laughs> Only half. <Yeah. laughs> Tom, please don't. Please don't enjoy. He enjoys a drink. He does. Yeah. He enjoyed. Oh, well, good, no, no, no. Do you know what? That we would—that's not good advice. We will support you and be there for you, Tom. And if you want to do sober twenty twenty-three, then up to you. Should we go to William's etiquettology of the week? Yes, please. I need to listen back to this episode because there's going to be a lot I want to cut out. Here's the jingle. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, etiquette, etymology of the week. This week, why are plates round? Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> what? If... And if you're still listening after these messages, I'll tell you in a minute. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Right, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. I don't know about you, but of all the mysteries on God's green earth, I've always wanted to know why <laughs> plates are round. Well, you know, because you get square plates now and all slates. Get everything but yeah. a bloody plate these days. Well, yeah, quite. Can I have a full English? Yes, please. Well, to be fair, in the Middle Ages... There age- it is, on a shovel. <laughs> in the Middle Ages, there was a fashion for rectangular plates at Royal Banquets, but only the top table had plates. Um, everyone else, so the top table, you know, the royalty, the aristocracy, they would be having plates they made of metal or sometimes ceramic or wood. Everyone else, however, had trenchers. And what do you think a trencher was made from? Mud. No, it was made from a round loaf of bread. So they would slice the bread oh, and sort of dig you a bit get out. get them in Manchester now. There's a place where you can get soup in a big... Yeah, well, it's basically going back to the Middle, Middle Ages which is often said of Manchester. But the... <laughs> I used to live there, I can say that. Uh, and I say it with love. But the, Did the, they used to do those Yorkshire pudding wraps as well back in them days? <laughs> I don't think so. Because no. they're very in at the moment. Yeah. Anyway. But you know when you look at a plate, a conventional plate, it's got that slight dip in the middle? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's sort of going back to trenches because they would... Your sort of your stew or whatever you had would sit and then obviously because it was stale bread, uh, you would then sort of eat your stew and then eat the bread... And eat up, but also, I mean, it's got, it's got, you know, we've been using plates for thousands of years. There are ceramic wooden plates; they date back six thousand years. Um, and one thing, however, um, they were all round always because it was a very efficient, elegant shape. So when you were creating the plate, it was just a practical shape to use. So whatever the metal, whatever the material, sorry, it was always round. But trenches, bread, that was round too. You didn't have square loaves; it was very difficult, which is why I have an aversion to square plates. I much prefer a round plate. But when you next look at oh, your plate... You tell me. Oh. When you next look at your plate, think of a piece of bread, because that, if you were in the Middle Ages, is probably, unless you're aristocracy, is what you would have been eating from. Okay. Thank I like you. to think that's interesting. That is interesting. I'll Thank give you that. It's, it's better than a joke that we heard in Series 3 again. Sorry, that was so bitchy. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, oh no, you look really offended. I'm not offended at all. I'm not. You know that book, 
Yeah. There is a subsequent sequel, and I think we should buy it for you. Oh, okay. There you go. Get Can we it. buy the? There is a. I've it's seen my birthday that. coming up soon. Oh, it's my birthday next week. Yes, but you don't want tat in the house, is what you've told me. Tat in the house. Because yeah. I said I was going to bring you something, and you said no. We don't want tat in the oh, house. Oh, did I? I was only. Jo- oh, did I say that? Yeah. I'm only joking. Please don't get me a rap master. Do you know what I'm going to buy you? Don't. Uh, genuinely, you don't. Have to just bring your good cells. I don't want out. I don't want out. Do you know what I'm going to buy you? Go on. I'm going to pre-order you a signed copy of the Help I Sex With My Boss book. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> ben and I are going to sign it for you. Gee, William, where would you get that from? <laughs> I'd probably go to sexwithmyboss.com slash book. <laughs> okay. No, I'll, I'll bring you something more exciting. If there indeed there is anything more exciting. Okay. I've got the best card. You've got the best oh, you've for got... him? Why? Why? You don't have to get me out. Stressing about this. Bloody, when is my birthday? What day is it now? It's the 14th of February. God. It was last year and I think it will be next year. No, oh, because if it's a leap year. It's still going to be the 14th <laughs> of February. <laughs> Should we go to the listeners' questions? Yes. <clears throat> this is from, oh, this is from a William. Do you know, I don't know if we've had many Williams writing. Did you ever used to watch, William, watch Williams Wish Wellingtons? Yes. He used to look like you a bit, that little he boy. He did. Williams, wish, wish Wellingtons. Wellington. I know you want to have some fun. Williams. What about as well? Yeah. That just came to me. Did you ever watch um, Kipper the dog? Mm. He can do this and he can do that. Not like a toad, like a dog, like a dog. Is he the that's same as Biff? Chip and no, Kipper. That's Kipper no. the dog. No, that's a toad, not a frog. That was it. No, I didn't watch anyway. that. Anyway, this is from William, but not me. Hello, Messrs. Hanson, North, and Cartwright. Now, do you know what Messrs. is? Little etiquette moment here. Oh, Christ. Messrs. is how you address two men. Now, that's whether they're brothers. So, you know, the Messrs. North, for example, if I was writing to you and your brothers. Uh, Mikey and me, you could be Messrs. Hanson and Worrell. Or in this instance, Messrs. Hanson, North, and Cartwright. It's short for Messrs. I hope this finds you well. My roommate has been dating a woman for a while. However, I have found on several occasions that things of mine have gone missing, mainly money, but also food and drinks. I have caught her on a couple of occasions and told my roommate who has asked her and she has denied everything. My roommate has taken her side even when I have shown him what is missing and refuses to believe she would do that. As you can imagine, I dread when she comes over as I'm concerned about my things disappearing. What can I do? Regards, William. So she's a bit light. Fingered. Yes, that's probably why your friend likes her. Mm. I would... This is quite serious if someone's robbing you. Yeah. To be honest, you don't have any you don't have any solid evidence that would stand up in court here. So I think you do need to be a little bit careful. You either don't go out and you kind of stay in your room and watch and monitor. You could get a camera within your bedroom. I think that's absolutely fine. It's your space. You could get, push a, yeah. a motion... Get a camera. camera. That's a good advice. Um, or you get a safe, and anything that's valuable, you put in. Even if it's not the most secure of safes, it's just like a locked mm. box. You put it in that. Or get a lock on your room if possible. Yeah. Start putting stuff in there. But also, like, not not okay that she's going in and robbing you. No. But yeah, try and get your door locked. I know people will be listening to this and going, "Well, he shouldn't have to." I know, but it is hard to prove. So yeah. just make sure everything's away. Yeah. I mean, it's not pleasant. If, if they're using a bit of milk and food, that's annoying and all, but they're robbing money. Yeah, but it's money. Mm. I mean, that's... Also, who has loose cash? William, go, go cashless, potentially. Okay. Um, this is from Gary with two R's. 
one is not enough. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I work in a very small company and happen to sit at the desk next to my boss. My job is very demanding, and although I enjoy my job immensely and work with a wonderful team, I'm always extremely busy and often cut short my lunch hour to ensure I stay on top of my work. However, my boss, as lovely a lady as she is, just loves to talk. As I don't want to cause offence, I give her eye contact and listen intently to her tales of new kitchen calamities, the joys of grandparenting, and her dilemmas of where to go on her fifth holiday of the year. However, as these chats tend to last a good 10 or 15 minutes, and on average occur five to six times a day, my work productivity suffers hugely. My boss even has, on occasion, asked why I haven't been as productive on a particular day and I'm too polite to scream, it's because you won't stop bloody talking to me woman do you have any suggestions as to how i can either cut short the next chat with her so i can get on with my work or tell her i'm really busy and we can talk later many thanks and keep up the great show gary gary um first of all that would be me if i was working next year i'd be that woman i'd never shut up i just witted on her um as we've seen today but that isn't that is so do you that isn't okay, especially if your boss is noticing you're not being productive. So, A, mm-hmm. I would say next time your boss mentions that why you've been as productive today, you need to say um, it's because handle it delicately, but you need to say to your boss. Oh, we've had it's lots because, of chance. Yeah, just say, no, I find it distracting. Could you suggest to your boss that you move me, but without any um, causing any offence, just say I'm going to move him over here or. I think it's. I think. I would not, agree with that. Yeah. Are you finished? Sorry? No, uh, go on. Headphones. I was just going to say, also, pop some headphones in. Even if you don't have anything on? Just pop your headphones in. Pop them in. Pop them in. Yeah, headphones, but speak to your boss, your supervisor. Well, I think this is the boss. Or it's little things like, I'm really under it today. Just say little things like, I'm under it today, so I'm I'm just going to crack on. Say say to him, I'd do this. I don't think I'm being rude. I'm not going to be able to chat as much today. I've got loads to crack on with. Mm. Just say something like that. Yeah. I don't mean to be rude, but I've got loads to do today. Yeah, but I, I, I think headphones. Headphones is the universal symbol for don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. He says wearing headphones during a podcast. But other than that, at your desk, I would say headphones are a good signal. Mm-hmm. This is from Mia. Hi, William Jordan and EPB. I hope you can help me with this dilemma that is one of the weirder things that has happened in my life. I was on the train on my way to London and the carriage was fairly quiet. At one station, a couple boarded the train and sat in the seats across the aisle from me in full view. They seemed to be quite touchy-feely and I just thought, wow, they look like they're in love, how sweet. They were cuddling and giving each other little kisses for quite a long time. Bear in mind, this was a three-hour train ride. It started to get a bit annoying, but I decided to ignore it as it's none of my business. However... Love is love. Later on in the journey, the girl put her head in the boy's lap as if she was going to sleep, but he proceeded to cover her head with his coat whilst giggling. My naive self thought nothing of it, but then I was brought to complete shock when the coat started to move up and down and some questionable noises were being made. I had headphones on, but my nosy self had to turn them off. I mean, you would. His face was also doing some questionable things, which solidified the fact she was giving him a blowjob. She was sucking him off. I thought so. I thought as much. Well, well done, Sherlock. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was getting there. Yeah. So was he. I didn't know what to do or say. I decided to leave them to it and let them have their fun. But my question is, what is the correct etiquette for trained shenanigans? And if you see it, what do you do? Many thanks, Mia. I mean, if it's quiet and you get a bit horny, just go in the toilet. If it's quiet, 
But don't be getting... Don't be, I don't think you do it in a public space. Don't be giving blowjobs on a public space no. and the carriage. We take the train sometimes. I've never sucked you <laughs> up on the train. Canal, where's this going? No, no. But what would... Okay, let's pretend we're sitting next to each other on a train. Where the hell is this? I don't <laughs> want to do this. No, don't... Mind out of the gutter. We're sitting next to each other and the couple that we don't know sitting opposite us... Oh, oh so thank God for that. Jesus. Jesus. Leave your deeper, darker fantasies to yourself. In your dreams, sweetheart. Sweetheart. Hello, sweetheart. Right, so they're going. This is what I do. I'm like, William, have a look. Have a look. Have I can't look. look. There's a nice Burberry coat over the top. Oh, my God. I think she's giving him a... Uh, I think she's giving him a blazer. She is. Oh, my God. She's giving him a blazer. Oh, my God. What's a blazer? Blowjob. Oh, right. A blazer. Well, what do we do about it? Well, we just crack on and... Do I ask to swap seats? Pretend it's not happening. Yeah. Why would you want to swap seats? I mean, you probably did the right thing there. Or you just kick the guy, maybe, gently, under the table and go, guys, can we not, please? Maybe you do that. If they're of a similar age, you say... What if go you to, the, to join in? Go to the cubicle. Well, I, don't, I mean, logistically, that's very difficult on a train. Well, I well they're only two abreast. You just... Yeah, but, uh, Jordan. <laughs> I, Gene <laughs> Divas, I mean, watch this on YouTube if you want to see what Jordan just did. I don't know if I But, um, yeah, I, I, that's not appropriate. If you are, look, however in love you are with whoever you're in a relationship with, anything, whether it's blowjobs or anything else sexual, other than a little peck on the cheek or on the lips if you're feeling a bit frisky, that's it in a public space. It's not your train carriage. It's not a private. It's not a private space. It's a public space. Have some decency. Mm. Save it for the bedroom. Exactly. If you absolutely must, if you really think you're going, you can't go into a cubicle and lock the door, but be quick because other people might be needing to use the cubicle. I wouldn't advise that, but that would be preferable to what Mia had to witness. Anyway, we any more for any more? No, I think we'll end on that. I mean, it's still slightly more at market than last Tuesday's episode, so that's fine. Yeah, that's all right. At least they're not getting igloo on a train. No. <laughs> then you would have to call the police, I'm, a, I'm afraid. Someone was igluing on a train. Yes. Yeah. Someone was iglooing anywhere, to I mean, be honest. Yeah. It's vile. Mm. Um, well, it, look. It's really... I, am, I can't watch that video back on... It's disgusting. Um, um, remember, uh, we'll be back on Friday. You can listen every Tuesday and Friday. Watch us on YouTube every weekend. And get us all week on your socials. We're at Sexted My Boss. We'll be back on Friday. See you then. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.